Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in on Zeta Radio. Today, it's a Zeta on the Move podcast, and we are here in Germany attending the Eclipse conference. This is the event in which open source developers, project leads, and user iTech company meet to discuss the future of open source. And I'm here with Daniela and Fanny to discuss with you what are your challenges, what are your desire, and overall, where you would like to see the open source technology go um, moving forward, as well as the feature that you would like to see in our product. Zetascale is a committed member of Eclipse. We are extremely committed to open source, and in fact, we lead two of the key IoT projects within Eclipse. And besides that, we are a proud sponsor of this event. So without further ado, how about we hit the floor and we start sharing the insight with the rest of the community. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the chatting. Today I'm here with Andreas Rixinger from Bosch Engineering Game Behar. So thanks Andreas, thanks, thanks for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me, first. Thank you for having me. And thank, so we know each other from our uh, meetups with Eclipse SDV and our collaborations there. With, and also I want to thank the Eclipse SDV for accepting Zeno as a community project. So we are very happy for this announcement. So I want to ask you quickly, how do you find so far your experience with Eclipse SDV? And also maybe you could give a quick outlook what you do in the Eclipse SDV to our mm -hmm. audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm one of the not founding members, I will not say that, um, but one of the first guys um, also helped a little bit to, to bring up the community. Um, so therefore, really at the first, first step uh, in there, um, helping to grow the community. So I'm a co-project lead for Eclipse Velocitas. It's an end-to-end -end, um, development environment where you can easily build up some vehicle applications providing here some GitHub action templates and so on. And uh, in the meantime, I'm also a co-project lead for Autoworks. Autoworks is an open source implementation of the digital auto playground. So yeah, you can have a, go uh, a look on that if you Google for that. So no problem at that. So really happy to be here. And yes, enjoyed the meetings with you. Also. Happy to see that now Zeno, so I have a little bit of a history with Zeno, um, coming now into the software-defined vehicle context. So to explain my history a little bit, so I had a former um, working group at Eclipse, OpenADX, who supported also the India Autonomous Challenge, and therefore I had to contact to Zeno, and now also seeing that Zeno or realizing that Zeno is more than just communication because it provides a little bit more um, and also that it's now an alternative middleware for the ROS context. So, yeah, really happy that you are now part of the Software Defined Vehicle Initiative, bringing in your expertise, your software competence. Yeah, and, and really curious about uh, what's coming up with Zeno. Perfect. Thanks for nice words. It's also great for us to be part of the community and able to engage with the community and see where, where we can collaborate. So I was, we are also in contact with the boss team where we are also working together on different places and different projects. But you see, I've, 
as we need this collaboration in open source. So I also have seen the nice presentation from Microsoft, Ankaios, and BlueSheet coming together to provide the orchestration uh, project together with Microsoft from the cloud to the local vehicle. And how do you see these collaborations in open source context and are you already familiar with any other collaborations which you think could be fruitful for the automotive context? So for me, open source and the collaboration within open source is really essential. Even if I'm not um, a really old guy in open source, I just stepped in about six years ago and uh, I enjoy open source because open source is, the, the f or from my point of view, the first area or the first thing where you can talk with your competitor about software solutions. And as everyone, or hopefully most people, realizes right now that you cannot do everything by your own, Yes, collaboration is really essential. Yes, we had also some collaborations in the past, but not like that intensive like in open source. And therefore, yeah, we need that. Absolutely. Thank you, Andreas. Thank you for being here today. And it's nice to meet you in EclipseCon and hope to collaborate further in XTV context and with other projects as well. It's, it was a pleasure to meet you again. Frederick de Brian, who is the product manager for the IoT at the Eclipse Foundation. So, Frederick, thank you for joining our podcast. Of course. And I have a few questions. Um, so, we attended the Eclipse IoT community day yesterday, mm -hmm. and you've been through all the sessions. So, I was wondering, have you noticed any trends uh, this year compared with last year? Of course, uh, certainly, generally speaking, our IoT, edge computing, and now even digital twins community is growing. Lots of interesting projects, lots of contributions. Uh, but the one thing, uh, because, well, I'm a former developer, so I love, you know, low-level tech and things like that. And one thing that's really obvious from my perspective is the growth into new protocols for IoT. You know, MQTT is the dominant one, has been for a long time, but there are emerging alternatives that changed the game a bit and one of them is Sparplug so we have a full dedicated working group for that uh, Sparplug is something that runs on the top of MQTT and makes MQTT uh devices and software components interoperable because out of the box they are not. And it's great and really targeted for industrial automation. But another very important trend and emerging protocol that we have is of course Eclipse Zeno. And Zscale is a very important contributor to Zeno. In fact, they are the inventors of Zeno, so thank you for that. Um, and really uh, Zeno goes in a different direction from Sparplug. Sparplug is pretty much about established patterns, Zeno is getting into automotive, is getting into robotics, so areas for growth in our IoT and national computing ecosystem, and uh, it's fantastic to see the growth of both of those new protocols that we have at Eclipse. Okay, thank you. And since you already have your year very close to our community and you can listen to what they're saying, 
What is the general consensus and opinion about the clip Zeno? Well, Zeno is really something that when they discover it, people realize that it solves a lot of problems that they had and they didn't even suspect that they have. Uh, for, for example, you know, historically MQTT has been, has been invented for uh, devices that are deployed in the field, you know, for industrial automation and specifically pipelines at the time in 1999. And they were communicating over satellite communications and things like that. So they tried to invent a protocol at the time that was, you know, easier on the bandwidth, easier to manage and, and, and things like that. But the thing is, when you compare the evolution of technology, you know, in the last 20 years, uh, in 25 years at this point, we're nearly into 2024, um, the thing is, what was right in terms of design and decisions at the time is not the right formula for today, because today you have to take into account that you have mobile nodes all over the place and they need to communicate over 5G or other wireless protocols, but they are not in fixed location. You need a powerful and flexible routing. You need transparent encryption and transparent uh, compression for some of that data. And out of the box, Zeno will deliver on many of those things without for you as a developer to take that into account. That's, that's a great thing about it. So it's powerful, but at the same time, simple from a developer perspective. And I think that's an incredible combination. Okay, thank you, Frederick. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm here with Thomas Sprickley from ETAS. Thomas, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks, Manny. So I'm uh, yeah, Thomas Sprickley. I'm working at ETAS. Uh, in the open source enablement team. I'm a technology strategist and open source ambassador. Wow. So Thomas, let's explain your work in Covesa and also as open source ambassador, your contribution to the to the SZV or, or even in the context of Covesa. Yeah, sure, exactly. So, um, I mean, to be honest, Zeno have been on the radar for a while now um, within, for our, within our team. Um, so at Covesa, I'm fresh from the Detroit All Members meeting just a week ago. Um, the, the efforts that we're doing there are, are very critical, I believe, for the whole SDV um, ecosystem and evolution. So we're standardizing data and interfaces. And if I look at what Zeno does, you guys are all about doing stuff with that data, right, in, in a more efficient yes. um, way. So. Yeah. Can you explain some of the collaborations you find interesting in the open source world as of today, in the automotive context? Yeah, I mean, coming to this EclipseCon, it's, it's my first EclipseCon actually, um, and I was really delighted yesterday to see we're already starting to now have less of a um, bunch of random projects and we're starting to see and feel real collaborations and collaborative projects. For example, some of the blueprints. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a new blueprint on an OTA and orchestration. Right. Uh, we have a blueprint that my team uh, are very much involved in, the fleet management um, blueprint. And, and this is really interesting because now we're starting to build together right. a lot of the different technology pieces. Yes. Uh, not just from Eclipse SDV uh, as implementation and, and code, mm -hmm. but also implementing standards and open standards wow. you know, that are being defined over yes. in Covesa by 
uh, also the automotive industry. So okay. yes. it's a pretty exciting place to be in. <laughs> so Thomas, explain me if you or your colleagues have already tried Zeno and how do you find it? I can say I have not tried Zeno yet. Uh, I think we're looking forward to. We need to find a place now where we can experiment with it. And, and uh, I think in one of these blueprints seems a perfectly natural fit. Um, for me personally, I think it would be nice to see how we can combine the synergies of standardized data. So from Corvesa, like the whole BSS, vehicle signal specification. Mm -hmm. That's really helping us yes. with abstraction from hardware to software. Yeah. And I think then it gets super exciting when we have a protocol as, uh, with the efficiency claims that you guys have, right? And to see how that then looks in reality. Perfect. So Thomas, it was really nice having you here. It was a pleasure to talk to you about some of the aspects what they're doing together in the open source world. So thank you everyone for being on the podcast. Let's touch it from our side. Thanks. Thank you for staying on. I hope that you found these exchanges as interesting as we did. So we are done with this event, with this uh, Zet on the Move podcast episode. But coming up, we will have Frederic Desbien, which is the program manager of the Eclipse IoT Working Group, discussing with us about open source in robotics. And as we talk about open source, let me finish with a little trivia. Did you know that 90% of the software that runs in the world is powered by open source? I mean, it's incredible the impact of open source. So let's keep on going and let's keep creating great open source technology. See you soon. See you in the next episode. Bye, everyone.